Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We are talking about WandaVision, Episode 9, the series finale. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. So, the first thing I noticed, obviously, is it says series finale. So, that means there won't be a continuation of this, which... Looking back at it now makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a bummer, though. <laughs> that that it's not coming back, or that the episode was a bummer. Well, both. Oh, yeah. I I, I kind of laughed at the end of this episode because I went on Twitter just to see all the people who thought all these different theories and they're all like, I can't believe it, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, yeah, well, that's what happens when you think too much into something. Well, I mean, I think that's what we do on this podcast is we do think into things and we come up with theories. And I think fans, not all fans, but a lot of fans in general like to try to guess what's going on. And when you remember the shows from the past, there wasn't a continuation, so you wouldn't be sitting there, you know, we wouldn't be talking about necessarily an episode and go, well, what do you think that means for, uh, you know, Captain Kirk or whatever, you know, in Star Trek? And it's like, well, it doesn't because there's no continuation. But these shows are so, you know, serialized now that, and, and a show like this feeds into that because there's so much, so many Easter eggs that the the creators probably put a hundred Easter eggs in it, and people in general probably find ninety percent of those, but they don't find all of them. The, this James Gunn from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has teased that there's been a massive Easter egg in Guardians of the Galaxy that people have been working on. Like, you know, what do they do? Quit their jobs and and work on these things? Like, they have like hours and hours and hours to try to. Well, you know, when you look at the numbers that appear on the screen, you, you take those numbers, you divide them by three, and you get the, you know, it's just amount, amazing the amount of work that's put into it. But people love to guess and find these Easter eggs, and then they find hundreds more that weren't put in there on purpose. But Yeah, I, I found it. Uh, the, those biggest complaints was, really? It was just Agatha? And I was just like, well, I mean, why don't you just, if you're going to put all these big bads that you all wanted, why not save those for other shows? But it wasn't just Agatha. It was Wanda. Right. I mean, it was Agatha Wanda was, doing all that. And Agatha was the, the supposedly the big bad villain, uh, villain, but people were all expecting. Well, I mean, like, Hayward wasn't exactly a nice guy. No, he wasn't. He yes. got his. So, um... And that's the you know we we learned that we've learned this earlier. It wasn't we there was no big revelation. Well, there were revelations in this episode, but it wasn't like someone else was pulling the strings. Wanda created this situation. Agatha got wind of it, entered the hex, and wanted to get that magic, you know, because that's what she does. And Agatha, you know, is shocked to find out that Wanda's the. Um, chaos you know the the scarlet witch and still tries to take her on and wanda gets the best of her in this episode 
but Wanda also discovers that everything that she's done was selfish and was hurting other people in which we were, you know, obvious they were making that obvious earlier on that whoever was doing this was the people didn't want to be doing it. Yeah. And they knew it was Wanda. Yeah. Like all those people, they, they were all begging her to let them go. So, um, well, let, let, let's let's start from the top. Um, we where we left off last time, um, <laughs> Agatha had the two kids, you know, threatening to kill them or whatever. Uh, we have Agatha versus Wanda, and we also have White Vision versus Fake Vision. So we have uh, two battles going on at the same time, which I thought was kind of cool. Space the the special effects were pretty good in this they were they were excellent throughout the whole series and and they put a lot of work into them and they definitely i mean you think of another show that has special effects like this this has got to be <laughs> there was so much in this one especially yeah i mean it it the the two visions thing i i mean i didn't was... love those scenes but they were really well done they were amazing that that, that fight sequence was really cool well, I liked um, um, Wanda uses her um, infamous throw a car into someone move that she's used in she used it at in Civil War. <laughs> she uses it on Agatha, and then I we have the, that scene where the where she throws the car through the house, and you just see the witch's shoes. I was yeah. like, oh, oh Wizard of Oz, yeah, yeah. The, the Wizard of Oz part. Another Wizard of Oz uh, reference. I will start to be a little negative. There was a couple things in this that I didn't like. Um, we find out that Monica is being held prisoner by the fake Quicksilver. And, uh, <laughs> He's just a normal person. Yeah, yeah, she gets out of that pretty easy. She pulls the little necklace, which we I don't think I had seen before, and he was back to normal, and that was the end of that. So I thought that was a easy out um, mm -hmm. but it was good because we wanted Monica to go out and do some stuff and well, and we never knew what happened to her when he caught her two episodes ago going into the the cellar door thing um, and he said you know nosy whatever he says snooper's like, gonna snoop or something like that snooper's gonna snoop yeah and then it was like she wasn't really in the next episode yeah well she's held just, prisoner yeah, held prisoner in his man cave where he watches Steven Seagal movies. Right, but we didn't we didn't know that until yeah this episode. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Wu is captured, but he manages to call the FBI in. Hayward's still going forward with his plan, um, but it's more obvious that he's he says we're going to kill Wanda with the 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 white vision that they've created. That was from last episode. Going into this one, Agatha reveals the dark hold book which is um, the book that we've seen and it was also a book in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Frequent, uh, very prominent in one season of that show so a lot of stuff is happening very quickly in this episode you know we, we find out more about the, the Dottie character who was one of the characters that people were saying as the big bad and everything she comes out of it and is pleading to release her her child 
you, you start to see more of what Wanda's doing, and Wanda's starting to see that now. She's starting to realize that her grief took over completely, and she's just been kind of terrorizing these people because I, I think, I don't know if it happens right then or later, that as they're sleeping, they're they're going through her pain. They're They're not, it's mm-hmm. not just a wonderful... 1950s everyone's happy it's these people are being tortured and and wanda didn't want that but uh, suddenly realizes oh boy i really made a mistake yeah you know one of the things that um that struck me was you remember in the episode where his boss and wife come over for dinner and and he's saying stop it stop it stop it yeah I'm, I I don't think she was talking about him choking. <laughs> yeah, she was talking to Wanda. Well, she thought yeah. maybe Wanda was doing it, maybe? That makes sense. Because he was choking. So. Yeah. Now that we know how this all ends, if you go back and rewatch it, it might make a little bit more sense about what the the people in the town are, are doing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like um, she had a moment of awareness that this wasn't normal and she wanted Wanda to make it stop. Back then. I think this whole thing was she had that burst of grief and almost subconsciously created this situation. And it wasn't until when Monica was blown out of the uh, out of the reality, out out of that thing, the first almost like the first time that she realized that, you know, she what what she was doing. And from that point on, that was early. That was like in the third episode or something from that point on she was starting to get you know she was like still controlling things and she knew she knew more of what was going on and trying to keep things but it was kind of neat how as that went on more and more things came unraveled but she um starts to bring the hex down and of course um that starts to kill the fake vision and her child her kid or make them disappear i should say so she, um, I don't know if they all got out, the townspeople were leaving, but she ends up bringing the hex back online again because her family's disappearing. Best scene of the whole episode is when Darcy drove the milk truck or the, right into uh, Haywood's car and went, bam, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> that was fine. It was great that, that that's when she reappeared because that's where we left off with her where she was trying to get into town. And that was it. We didn't see her again. So <laughs> Yeah, they kind of wasted her. Yeah. I'm wondering if they shut down production on this show right around this time and when they came back to do the shooting that she wasn't available. Because she possibly yeah, be. It felt like this episode was very rushed. There was a lot going on in this episode, and some of the resolutions were weaker than I hoped they would be. Some were great, but some were weaker, and I thought that one was a little on the weak side. She's like, you're going to prison, and boom, you know, we don't, Hayward's no longer a factor, and Darcy's done. She stays in the vehicle and doesn't come out and say anything funny or anything. It's just, and even um, Monica's character, she appears at this point, steps in front of some bullets, is able to, you know, somehow phase through or whatever the bullets stop. And then her character's kind of doesn't do anything. It's 
kind of standing around, and then it wasn't until the end when they had a final scene. But I'm wondering if there was a big break in the yeah, but production. You don't really need Monica to do much of anything because it's mostly yeah. Wanda and the Vision. She's just yeah. a secondary, even a thirdary character. She's not, you know. A, th- a thirdary? Yeah. I mean, she's Tertiary. not really. Tertiary. Well, she's, no, she's. Yeah, I mean, I she know. got in there, she stopped. Mean. Yeah. She's not well, I mean, really. I know. I know. I mean, it's her just. Her story is later. Yeah. No, yeah. So, um, so I, I thought that, that Darcy's appearance was funny, but uh, there was no more of it. So that was. Um, felt awkward to me. Well, she was just brought in as a scientist consultant, so she figured, well, her job is done, and so she just left. Yeah, that's my point. It, it was very awkward when they said, oh, yeah, she took off. Because that's what happens when the when the actress is not available to do the final day of shooting, and so they have to basically write her out of it. That's what it felt like to me. And it didn't destroy the episode for me. It just was too bad because that character was pretty prominent, you know, and Jin just wasn't, you know, almost, you know, what, three seconds of screen time in the final episode? Mm. It just seemed awkward. There's a scene where the family do their pose together, which is like similar to the Incredibles pose that they have. They're like, you know, getting ready and stuff. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. They're about ready to do battle. You were born for this, you know, that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And so, again, I, I'm bringing up a negativity again. The fake vision versus white vision are fighting, and um, fake vision just kind of talks white vision into stop the fighting. And, and it makes sense because white vision's trying to kill vision, but neither of them or both of them are vision, so she, he gets confused. That was actually worked pretty good because it was kind of Star Trekky. Whenever they encounter a computer, Spock always confuses it with logic. Yeah. So he convinces. He he also um, floods White Vision with his memory, and White Vision takes off. Right. And that's the end of White Vision. Now we don't know what happened. If White Vision was truly meant to kill Vision, and he's more like Vision now, maybe he just went off to kill himself? I don't think that's the last we've seen of White Vision. Well, of course not, but that is a possibility. Um, Or he just going to go off, we'll see him at later time, either in another series or potentially in a movie, but... Well, if he's got Vision's memories, it could possibly be that he's going to the Avengers compound up in upstate New York. But I don't know. Yeah, so that's up in the air of whether or not when we would see him next. I think that part of that depends on what happens to Wanda. But it was, but it was a pretty cool way of resurrecting the Vision. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought they were going to merge together somehow. Well, they kind of sort of, they kind of did. Yeah, a little bit in a way. Um, and also, they got rid of the Mind Stone, too, out of the equation, so. Yeah, yeah. Except a piece of it's still in Wanda. Yep. Wanda brings, or 
sets up an illusion that they're back where Agatha gets her powers from those other witches, and that doesn't really work well in Wanda's favor. Nothing seems to be working against Agatha, but Wanda, you know, has a plan up her sleeve. Yes, she makes all those runes, right? Yeah. Looks like maybe Wanda was just going to end it all by just blasting all her powers away, but in reality she was setting up this massive, which was a little telegraphed. They mentioned in a couple episodes before, and then the, um, you know, the recap, they, they mentioned it again. Only a witch, you know, can, you know, have power in her, you know, area. So, right. so, um, and she did say, thanks for the lesson. <laughs> yeah. That was a good moment. Another outthinking the enemy instead of just trying to outpower them. Wanda ends up taking Agatha's power and makes her back, you know, converts her back to Agnes again. Yeah. And um, I've, forgotten, I I've forgotten how annoying Agnes was. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, <laughs> yeah, especially when she's not in the 50s. and Yeah, it, it doesn't work as well. I'm sure that's not the last we've seen of her. I, I bet you she comes back at some point down the well, road. Well, maybe, but I, this show is not coming back. They're, I don't doubt they're going to do a sequel to this show. So Wanda's going to move on to the movies, and whatever happens there will continue. Unless she comes back in another show or something, I doubt Agnes will be back. She's not going to appear in the movie. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't uh, think Agatha so. Harkness has ties to other Marvel yes. characters, like the Fantastic Four and stuff like that. Yeah. It's definitely a character that's not completely gone. And considering how popular she is now, yeah. her song is like number one on iTunes. I know, I saw that. <laughs> the, so. Uh, so the hex is brought down, and of course we have uh, the very... Uh, lingering, sad, saying goodbye to the you know, family is forever, and they're saying goodbye to the everyone and good night, kids, and um, you know, well, we keep, you know, vision keeps dying. <laughs> we keep, you know, we keep saying goodbye, but we we'll keep saying hello again. So obviously, mm -hmm. uh, Wanda's definitely in a better place during this moment. She's not as grieved. She's accepting it part of the uh, grief state stage of like a, you know, denial and, and now she's to the accepting of it. And we see, of course, once Westfield's back, Westfield's back to normal. Is Agnes still Agnes or did she, you know, like I said, I think she's going to be back because she's very popular. Okay. So who knows what, I mean, she's, might disappear, go back to Witchville that she came from. <laughs> uh, a future TV show. We already talked a little bit about it. It was uh, this was a secret invasion. Yes. Which I, you know, had just recently heard about. Um, Nick Fury is supposed to be in that, and that's the one that was set up in the Spider-Man film. Yeah. Where we see Nick Fury is out in space with a ship. And the scroll uh, uh, are there. We see a scroll show up in the movie theater, and she's saying to uh, Monica, "Nick Fury wants you on board the ship. He wants you up there." 
So that means she's going to be in that show. Yes. Which is good. Is that what was going on in the movie theater? Yeah. Uh, it was a little confusing for me. Yeah, I don't think you, – you hadn't seen the latest Spider-Man film. No, I haven't. Yeah, so it was, it was the end credit scene that showed that Nick Fury – well, it's a spoiler, but Nick Fury was on board, is on board a ship – that the scrolls, the scrolls are from Captain Marvel. If you, did you see Captain Marvel? Nope. <laughs> well, that's why you're completely confused. You're missing okay. the, the two pieces. The scroll are an alien race that can transform, you know, into they're shapeshifters. Shapeshifters, and um, they have infiltrated Earth. They're not bad guys. They're good guys. Semi, mostly they're good in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anyhow, I don't know if they're that good in the in the comic book. Um, and they've been they've been around for a while because the Captain Marvel takes place in um, earlier. It's not a contemporary story. The scroll have been around for a while, and this is basically setting up some sort of story that's going to have Nick Fury in it and Monica and. Maybe Daredevil, that was a rumor. Yeah. Scroll. So I don't know when that's supposed to that's not for a while, I don't think. <laughs> There's like seven other shows before that, I think. Jeez, okay. So that was that one. And then the other one leads right into the Doctor Strange movie with uh the Scarlet Witch reading the dark hold in in her astral form in her astral form that and i didn't pick up on this but i guess the the doctor strange music is playing in the background it's it's the the music that we hear and um she hears her kids calling out to her yep don't know if that's a multiverse kids probably maybe could be. So, but that's leading into that. Some some people are saying that Scarlet Witch is going to be a bad guy in the Doctor Strange movie. Hmm. Uh, I hope it's not. What? That's a possibility. It is. I feel that she's already been the bad guy and she's learned her lesson. I if she becomes a bad guy again in the Doctor Strange movie, I feel that this would be like the third time she's a bad guy because she was. The, the one of the villains in Age of Ultron, and she's yeah. kind of the villain in this. So yeah. it's just like, can't they do anything else with her besides? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, you, you, is she going to learn her lesson? She did the right. She finally did the right thing at a cost. And the one of the best scenes was when Monica, I think it was Monica, that goes, "They're never going to know what you sacrificed for them." And, you know, she sacrificed her family for the town of Westfield, you know, or her illusional family, delusional family. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, great acting on her part, on Elizabeth Olsen. She just, you know, ran the whole gambit this season with everything, you know, and it's like. She was amazing. Yeah. I mean, she really was incredible in this, in this series. I, I'm very impressed with her. Yeah, she did the the goofy Wanda earlier in the series, and then she was um, sad Wanda, and then the, she got 
the mad one when she was mad and fighting you know just a lot of variety of stuff yeah she she definitely did a very good job in this yeah yeah you can definitely tell that she got the acting talent of the family (laughs) a couple of well i mean her older her older sisters to be fair are designing clothing now so who knows what i'm doing (laughs) but their acting chops when they were little like what do you mean dude or whatever yeah, but, yeah. Mean, it was the 80s that's yeah i know i know but she is very good yeah she is very good yeah a couple of uh deep easter eggs dotty's character is sarah proctor uh-huh and sarah proctor is one of the women who was thought to be a witch in the salem trials i guess Huh. So I don't know if that's you think just she's a, gonna be part of the Salem Seven, a newer yeah, version. Either that or they just threw the name in there to get people to look okay, hey, guess what? Yeah, probably because they were doing that the whole series and people are like all over the place and were way off on Yeah. But I just uh, I, I watched a YouTube video and they said that and I obviously I didn't I didn't know that. The other one was there was a character um in the show called Agent Rodriguez, Sword Agents, I think, or I don't know if she was an FBI agent or a Sword Agent. She was with Hayward, right? She was with Hayward, that one. I, I oh. don't know which character it is, but it, it, it was Agent Rodriguez, and I don't think they ever said her name, but it was in the credits or whatever. And th- one of the rumors is, or one of the thoughts is that she was, um, in the comic book, she's Yo-Yo, who is a character that was in Agents of Shield, heavily, heavily, you know, prominent in Agents of Shield. I don't know. That's again, that's another one of those big reads. Sometimes these Easter eggs just fall completely flat, and it's like, okay, well, maybe not, but yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and these are the ones that I thought were were more feasible than the the some of the ones that I read. I was like, wait a minute, what was the? Oh yeah. At one point, Wanda's a zombie, and it looks like a zombie, and it's like, oh, well, because we're going to see that in an upcoming The What If TV series that comes out, which is an animated Marvel. One of the stories is going to be the oh. Marvel zombies, which I don't know anything about. It doesn't make, you know, but I, I guess all the zombies. I know, but all the uh, the superheroes turn into zombies, and, and they're, which is... I don't know, kind of stupid, actually. It, we'll it is, actually. I, I, yeah. it, they were taking off when the Walking Dead stuff they were yeah. catching it's, on to. It's just a gimmick. I don't know if they sold toys that were like Captain America zombified. And visually, I Visually, I think it looks kind of, you know, they're kind of cool. You know, what, what, would, what would Thor look like if he was a zombie? You know, but it doesn't. I don't know what the story is, but it doesn't make much sense. And the What If show, which is coming out, I think this summer, it's one of the. It's not the next one, but it's you know obviously there's a couple more before it. It should be pretty cool because we're going to see these spins on like what if Captain America was um, Agent Carter. Yeah. Oh oh oh. Yeah. Well, that. So is What If an animated show or is that a? Yes, it's an animated okay. show. And they're going to do all these what-ifs, like alternate realities, like what if Agent Carter was Captain America, and what if the Marvel superheroes were, were zombies. I don't know what some of the other ones are. 
What if Gwen Stacy didn't die? Oh wait, she was in the Marvel MCU. Yeah. I think that was the first what if comic book is what if Spider Man had saved Gwen Stacy. Yeah, so but you know that might be one of the shows we cover later on, you know, we'll see. It says mid twenty one. Okay. So, um, I think overall, I think this, I felt to me that this was very rushed because a lot of the resolutions were quick. Oh, you're going to jail. Oh, take the necklace off. I felt like if they had gone one more episode, maybe it would have been too much. I don't know how long this was. It was, it felt longer. Um, Just 49 minutes, I think. Yeah, well, longer. including the credits. Oh, so 30 minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so it was a bit longer than, than, than previous ones, and they focused on what they should have focused on. They focused on the, 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 the sad parts, the loss, the, what was happening to the town. All that was the important part. I, you know, it just felt like they were a little bit, like if they had made the last episode just a little bit longer, and, and I don't know. It just it felt a little rushed to me, and, but I thought overall they did a pretty good job with the payoff for the series. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. satisfied with it. I think, you know, it's not like you're like, oh, you know, at the end, I know someone online who's complaining about it. They said they'll never watch this show again. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, I, I don't know what you want. You, you know, if you don't understand something, read up on it before you say, you discount it. But it's not like the material is not out there to, to read, so it's yeah. explanations yeah. all over the internet that you can get. Well, and, and, and again, a show shouldn't be, you shouldn't need to have to read up on a show to understand what's going on. And, and this one you didn't, you didn't really need to because you just, you knew them from the, if you watched Avenger movies, you know, already know what happened to Vision and you yeah. just need to watch the story to figure out what happened. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched every single thing in the Marvel Universe, and I, you know, there was there's a couple things I'm like, well, I don't know who that they're referring to, but the, but it didn't detract from how I enjoyed the show. And I think that's the important thing is when they do these series and movies, they need to do it so it's self-contained. Obviously, when you have Infinity War and Endgame and people go, oh, I haven't seen Infinity War yet, but I'll go see Endgame. It's like, wait a minute, that's, mm -hmm. that, that's a little ridiculous, but they do have to make them self-contained, and there are potential, you know, jumps where you're like, wait a minute, where'd that character come from? You know, why is Hulk on, on uh, like, like, I know you haven't seen the, the third Thor movie yet, Julie, but... Um, why is, yeah, why is Hulk on a spaceship? Why is Hulk there, <laughs> you, you know, and... Right, but 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 they but they tell you how why you, you know it's not like he just shows up there and you're like wait a minute, and, and if you hadn't seen Age of Ultron, you you would go well. I mean, it's kind of silly to start. I mean, those are movies you kind of need to watch in a row, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's for the TV show. I don't think it's vital. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and then it, again, that goes back to the comic books too. If you're a, if you're a big comic book reader, 
you might get more out of this show because you're you're seeing it might also distract you i think you know you go and you say wait a minute agatha is kind of a good guy and let's i'm waiting for her to become good and then when it doesn't happen you get disappointed so i think sometimes comic book knowing too much about it kind of ruins it not ruins it but make doesn't make it as because you're like oh i know what's going to happen with white vision or I know what the kids are and stuff like that. And, and it might also uh, make you want to go search those books out and, and read up on it too. Yeah. 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 I don't, you know, if, if um, days were 48 hours instead of 24 and we didn't need eight hours, maybe, maybe I would do that. You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, I have other things I want to watch, though. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> doesn't take that long to read comic books. I don't well, want to read comic books. I know. Yeah, if, if, if it's not your thing. But, you know, some people might decide, they, hey, I want to know more about Scarlet Witch and Vision and, yeah, sure. and hunt out the uh, source material that some of this was inspired by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, some people do it ahead of time. You know, some people might, you know, read before WandaVision, they might have read up on some of those storylines and, you know, I, I don't think this storyline happened exactly like the comic book, but it does, if you know that potentially there's going to be a White Vision, you would know that was coming. Whereas I was aware of White Vision, but I kind of had forgot about it. So when he showed up, I was like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. I was a bit surprised to see that. It was more of a cliffhanger type shock, whereas if I was more into it, I would have been like, "Oh, there he is," you know. You know, so yeah, I was surprised they brought White Vision out, even though I knew the the White Vision storyline. But it was like years ago when I read it, yeah. and then they brought out White Vision. I was like, "Oh, okay." So that I said, "That's pretty cool." I said, "That make, makes a little bit of sense." But you know, so I think this final episode is was really good. It was definitely worth watching the show, the good payoff. Um, you know, there's a few things in it that I'm like, eh, you know, Darcy, wait a minute. <laughs> I need more. And, and she might be in another show. I, I don't know what she could be in, but that's a character that definitely could go from different I shows. being in Secret Invasion. Maybe. Or Hawkeye or something like that. But Secret Invasion makes more sense. Yeah. So, um, but I think the most important parts, again, I'm still marveling at the special effects <laughs> in this, especially the last episode. There's just a lot of flying around, and it didn't look... I mean, it looked like what you would see in Civil War or any of the movies. I mean, it's not some of them, you know, it's not, the budget's not as big as Avengers Infinity War or Endgame, but some of those, the battle scene at the in Endgame was just maybe too much. There's too much going on, and, and it's just like sensory overload. This is simple. This was just a couple of characters duking it out and on, you know, in the air and you don't have to worry about 400 superheroes flying around the screen. You can just focus on it. And I thought they did a pretty good job. This is their first series like this. And 
I, I think they did an amazing job. I think it's, you know, I have a feeling I might like the next one a little bit better because it's more my thing. But um, this show didn't disappoint me at all. Matter of fact, it it didn't even reach my expectations. It went way above that. So I'm definitely happy with it and enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, I did too. It was sad, but it was good. Yeah, it was a good conclusion. Yeah, I didn't want to, it to end that way, but I guess it kind of makes sense. It and kind of had to. Yeah, I still think she's gonna. I think I still think she, they're gonna get get her kids back. I, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, she got white vision. Yeah. And and maybe put them, bring them into the garage, and maybe paint them up because I don't like the white. I don't like the white either, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's an un, an unpainted figure. You need to then buy the paint, and you know, I'm sure she could, you know, put some tape around it and and do some spray paint. Don't worry, and... white vision at some point turns back to normal. Oh, okay, <laughs> thank you for that spoiler. And I'm sure he can do it without paint either. I think he can just yeah. do it, but. I think that's all we really have to say about this one. I think it was really good. If you haven't, well, obviously, if you haven't watched it, go watch it again. Would, do you think you'll watch this again? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it was really good, but like I said, there's an awful lot of shows that I want to watch yeah. that have nothing to do with with Marvel movies or superhero movies or anything, and I tend to get sucked into series. Mm-hmm. And they take a long time, you know, even the British or foreign ones that are five or six episodes, you're still looking at 90 minute episodes. I really can only watch one a night. And that's only if I don't have other shit to do, yeah. which I often do. And um, so, yeah, you know, I don't know. I might, if, if one of my kids wants to watch it, I might watch it with them. Yeah. Well, I have a friend who doesn't get any of these channels or anything. And, and for the last bunch of years, I would invite him over every other Saturday we would watch a couple of episodes of Daredevil or whatever was going on with the, um, the Netflix Marvel series. And now we're behind because we, ha- we've, we never finished <laughs> the last couple of series from Netflix and, uh, cause he hasn't been over here. And, uh, now we have, you know, this is definitely one that I'll probably watch w- with him. Um, which is great because now you're watching it with someone else who's not seen it yet, and he's right, a that's big fun. Yeah. yeah, he's a big Marvel fan and he reads a ton of the comic books, so he's very much, you know, familiar with everything. So he's more critical of it. Mm. Oh, well, white vision—that's not the right shade of white. He's not like that, but he's he's, <laughs> you know, he's not as bad as that online person who's like. The uh, design of the vision costume is a little bit off, you know. Or the Jonah Jameson's mustache is just thrown. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Well, you kind of have to have it the way it is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I'll get to watch it again for that. Otherwise, I don't know if I would, because same thing with you, Julia. It's like, when am I going to find time? I mean, if I decided to watch all my shows over again, I I, I would be. 120 by the time I was done and I was like wait a minute this is not the, you know and that's not including new stuff so right right um, 
it's a shorter show and it, they're mostly half hour episodes. So it would, wouldn't take a lot of time to, to binge watch this again. And True. I, I, I think it is a show that could warrant a return. Cause now that I've done some research and I know what happens, you go back and you probably will pick up a ton of stuff more so <laughs> than any show that we've probably ever have watched. <laughs> well, um, and that's, that I think is, you know, considering all the Doctor Who episodes we've reviewed in the past, that's the nice thing about the Marvel Universe. They really do tie things together. They don't just leave stuff hanging out there for you to go, wait a minute, what happened with yeah. X, Y, and Z? And, um, you know, it's that's one of the things I do like about it, about these kinds of shows. Yeah, and this series didn't, didn't leave things hanging. I mean, it did. There's there's cliffhangers galore that leading into things, but and there's still like, well, we'll what happens to White Vision? But it's not like you're looking back and you go, wait a minute now, how come that character in episode three did this? And and you could be like that, and those are the people who are like overanalyzing it. But it really is what it is. You know, we, you know, who was the um, the the witness protection person? Was it? Yeah, uh, we it well, what was it? Wanda setting up her house, and and they were going to take a new identity. Her and Vision—they're not going to be walking around going, "Hey, it's Vision and Wanda." They were going to be under disguises. They were going to. Yeah, but when we saw when she got there and she just went to the the slab or the house supposed to be, and then she just made it. Unless that was something she put in. I don't know. That's a good point. I forgot about the uh, well. I, I think unless I think that's. That, I think that's they were planning on building that house. They weren't gonna. She wasn't gonna do. She wasn't planning on. Vision and her were before everything happened. They were planning on settling down in a house. I think that was what you know what their dream was. Mm -hmm. And the house was still being built, but they they had owned it. I think you know from what we gathered, and um, maybe that was the witness protection. Maybe they were gonna set up. And give them new identities so they wouldn't be hounded, you know, hey, I know you, you know. Well, I mean, would she still be recognized? Because she was, you know, aren't you the one that blew up half of building at one <laughs> point? It's like, well. But, but you know, there might be stuff like that that is open for debate or open for conversation. But um, for the most part, it's not like Doctor Who where it's like, wait a minute. Right. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. And there were all the writers were on the same page. You know, obviously, it's it's unfair to to, to compare it to Doctor Who because there's so much change over decades of Doctor Who that. Uh, well, I know, but I mean, even with the same showrunner, there was inconsistencies, yeah. glaring inconsistencies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's because they they don't have a better. The, this show is an example. And I think, you know, Umbrella Academy and, and, and some of these other shows, they're just so well written and, and thought out. And this one's probably one of the best ones for that. It may not be the best, episode, the best series ever, but it's structured with mm -hmm. all its Easter eggs and everything. They really put up. It's not like you can't sit there and say they didn't even try. You know, they definitely over overachieved. <laughs> Yep. So, anyways, anything else about this one? No. Okay. No, we're 
We're, we are planning on doing the next Marvel show, I believe. Mar um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That yes. starts in a couple of weeks. So we will uh, continue this then. Thanks for listening. <laughs>